Hi friends, this is Morgan Ruff. I have a lot of labels that span the very many adventurous roads that I've taken in my life, from wilderness guide to elite level cyclist, ski mountaineer, environmental policy wonk, to one of my favorite labels of all time, wild adventure mom. I am a wild woman and a wild soul. My life has taken me on some pretty cool adventures, but it's not always been an easy journey. I've been burned out, run down, depressed, anxious, truly ready to toss in the towel many times. I've been lost and wandering alone in the forest before, literally and figuratively, ready to give up. But over the past years, I've learned to cultivate hope, joy, and resilience within myself. Are you feeling like you've lost your way in this crazy ride in life? Feeling burned out or overwhelmed by the state of your home, let alone low in the state of the world right now? Yeah, I get, yeah, I understand. I've been there, and frankly, I still go there. All this can feel big and scary when we first come to it, but with some support from each other, you'll see how much power you truly have. Learn to trust yourself again and gain greater connection to yourself, the people, and the world around you. On this podcast, we explore what's on our hearts and minds, learn new tools and skills for braving the wilderness, and most importantly, find out that we're not alone. Thanks for joining. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, if you're interested in joining the community and furthering the conversation, pop over to Facebook and join us at Uplift for the Wild Soul or follow me on Instagram, Morgan Ruff Uplift. Here's the podcast. Hello, podcast listeners. Hey, it's been a minute since I put out a podcast, and I'm really excited about sharing this one with you today. So for those who you don't know, I work as a coach within another uh, coaching program with Heather Chauvin. She is a uh, coach and mentor to ambitious go-getting women, and her program is called Mamas in Control. If you don't already follow her. She's a fabulous source of all sorts of inspiration. Um, and over the years, I, she and I have developed a relationship. Obviously, she came to Alaska with me, and um, I, I have a monthly coaching call all around um, emotional freedom within her community. So this podcast that you're going to listen to is a replay of that monthly emotional freedom call. And I'm going to talk and share a little bit about my experience of what I have been uh, feeling and seeing and um, experiencing this September and also provide you with a meditation that maybe can help you a little bit if you are also feeling some of these same feelings. So uh, this is a little bit of a different format, but I just really hope that you find benefit and support in this conversation and that you might be able to maybe uh, give this practice a try. Um, Again, if you are new to meditation, I just want to always reassure you that this is not about uh, stopping your thoughts or, or getting your thoughts to go away. It's really more about 
Um, when you do find yourself wandering, when you do find your thoughts in different places, um, just coming back to yourself without any judgment, with a lot of compassion, and just kind of accepting yourself for wherever you may be. Um, and the practice that I uh, use in this um, in this podcast, in this audio, is called Soften, Soothe, and Allow. So it's really about trying to learn how to work with difficult emotions and providing them a bit more spaciousness within our lives. Um, So it's not about getting rid of bad feelings, but just observing, learning how to sit with difficult emotions when we're in them. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. And I always love to hear how this resonates. So if this is something that really um, touches you, feel free to take a screenshot of it, share it on your social if you can and tag me. And I just so appreciate all of you listeners and for being a part of this community. So hope you enjoy. I will hopefully talk to you soon. Bye. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Thanks so much for being here today. Um, I know there's a lot of new people in the mastery community, so I'm going to just introduce myself real quick. Um, I'm Morgan Ruff. I'm one of the coaches here inside of the program, and I have been kind of connected to Heather um, for I don't know, four years or so. I I came in, um, maybe more. I came in first as a client through the mastery program. Oh, there's another person. And then um, over time, kind of continued to develop my practices around this concept of emotional freedom and have become a coach here within the program. I also have my own coaching practice um, where I help women to find their most aligned and authentic self. I have a podcast, Wild Women, Wild Soul, and most active over there on Instagram. Um, And really one of the things that I um, discovered and really dove into uh, when I first came into the mastery program was this idea of emotional freedom. And the, the tools that have been provided through the program, as well as some additional tools that I have been developing and finding on my own, have really, really changed my life. And I feel like as we become more comfortable recognizing and working within these difficult emotions, um, the more we are able to then access that feeling of freedom and aliveness that we're all really, really craving these days. So, you know, it's September. It's a crazy month. I don't know how everybody else is feeling, but it has brought um, a lot of really big, really hard, heavy emotions um, up for me as my kids have returned to, to school COVID is still raging. Um, the sort of expectations of what I have on myself, I'm like, well, now I have all this free time, free time, and I'm going to actually lean in, I'm going to work and I'm going to be productive. And yet my body at the same time is saying, yeah, mama, no, (laughs) you are going to rest. You are going to take this time and not be productive. 
And I have been experiencing a lot of really, really big, uncomfortable, um, heavy emotions. And a lot of the time for me, when I am in this place of like blue heaviness, mucky stuckness, um, I can create a lot of stories about the way I'm supposed to be, the way, um, what those feelings and emotions mean. Like for example, oh, they're here and they're here to stay. I'm somebody who has a long history of um, working with depression and um, anxiety. So, and over these years, I've been able to really work my way out of it. But every time that that feeling comes close, I like push it away, push it away, push it away. I don't want it anywhere near me. Go away. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to have those deep, heavy, dark blue, whatever you want to call them, emotions. And so I had um, been really kind of stuck in a lot of different stories. And a lot of the time when I go into these stories, um, I go into a spiral that really leads me down the, the road to shame. And shame is that feeling of not, I feel bad, but I am bad. And shame is like one of these universal um, emotions. It's an emotion but that is so, it comes from a feeling of desiring connection, but the emotion of shame is often the thing that keeps you from connecting. I hope if that makes sense. And so I found myself over the last month or so really like in and out and up and down and in the shame and out of the shame and feels like there's been such a roller coaster going on. So what I was thinking we could do today and um, is just to, uh, I guess one of the things I want to say is I have then, because I've been in this little bit of a roller coaster challenging emotional place, had to begin to deploy a lot of different uh, mindfulness and practices. One of those is Byron Katie. Byron Katie is always a very important and helpful tool for me for working through and understanding the deeper connection of, okay, he said this, now what are my reactions? What are my thoughts? So in Buddhism, they call this the second arrow. There's, there's the punch that happens and the feeling, the sensation on your face. And then there's the story about what the punch meant and all the different belief, beliefs and thoughts. So there's the interaction with a person that maybe feel is an argument. And then the second arrow is all the things that you tell yourself about what that argument means, what that person is believing about you. And that's really the work of Iron Katie allows us to really look at and explore a lot of those second arrows, a lot of those things that are coming and that we are doing to ourselves that are creating that deeper pain and that deeper suffering. But for me, sometimes when I'm so deep in those feelings, then I'm like just in my red zone, red, 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 red. I can't go straight into a Byron Katie worksheet because I don't have enough perspective um, to be able to truly see with openness and clarity what's going on. So sometimes I have to get myself down into at least an orange <laughs> or a yellow. Um, before I can really gain clarity and space from the Byron Katie. 
So today I wanted to take us through a mindfulness uh, self-compassion exercise. Um, it's soften, soothe, and allow. It's really a way of working with difficult emotions when they arise. And give us just one more tool that we can use maybe before we move into the, the deeper Byron Katie work that can really help us to bring compassion to ourselves. Because so often when we're in that really deep shame spiral, the, we are so hard on ourselves. We are saying to ourselves things that we would never say to another. And so finding ways to bring in that softness and compassion to ourselves when we're in the middle of these deep and heavy and dark emotions are, is really a part of this process. And I also like to talk about that when I am in the shame, I am oftentimes what's leading me deeper and deeper and deeper is that I don't want to accept these feelings or these emotions. So I, I push them away and tell them they don't have a place or a role in my life. But unfortunately, in doing that, I'm pushing away a part of myself. I'm denying that I am okay, no matter how, what, what feelings I'm having. And so by denying and pushing myself away, I'm moving myself further and further away from, from who I am. And I, that um, rigidity or that resistance of accepting is often contributing to deeper and deeper suffering or deeper and deeper shame. So part of this process is to accept where you are without judgment and learn ways to kind of soften around your, your own judgment about what you're feeling or what you're experiencing. So today I wanted to lead us through a little bit of a uh, mindfulness exercise, a little visualization meditation. And, um, and then I thought we could move into more of the Byron Katie work. But just to give ourselves one little opportunity to kind of breathe through to notice what's going on inside. I don't know if anybody here relates to the stories that I just shared about where we are right now. September just there's something in the air and, and maybe um, not everybody is there. I don't want to drag everybody down, but um, also recognizing we all have something going on. Right. There's always something that we can um, learn from. So um, <laughs> thank you. Wendy. Um, all right, so um, I wanted to then invite us to, so this is gonna be a little bit of a different format for our call today. Um, <laughs> thanks, Lori. <laughs> yeah, all right, so let's um, start today. Oh, Heidi, yes. Feeling like I'm letting people down all over the place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, the, that's that um, expectation we put on ourselves. Just so much pressure, so much pressure. So this is a practice I'm actually going to, normally I just kind of riff, but I'm actually going to take, this is out of the Mindful Self-Compassion Workbook a proven way to accept yourself, build inner strength and thrive. So this is the work of Kristen Neff and Christopher Grimmer. Um, on my little live inside the group, I talked a little bit about the mindful self-compassion break and that's um, a really fabulous 
um, exercise that they have in there. But this is, um, so this is like a very well-researched mindfulness-based um, practice that is really around learning how to give ourselves compassion. And um, I'm not gonna get into all the science of it, but just know there's tons, tons of research, tons of science about why um, focusing on compassion for ourselves is a very important and essential part. There's a lot of mindfulness work that is about focusing on compassion for others. And um, this is sort of just building in an additional element of that. Um, what else was I gonna say? Oh, this is part of um, this workbook um, is part of, a, I think it's like a 12 week uh, mindfulness-based self-compassion course. So, you know, they have um, MBSR, the mindfulness-based stress reduction kind of standard curricula. Uh, and this is another kind of standard curricula that you can explore if this is something of interest to you. I took a class through just the local mindfulness center and um, I think they're becoming more and more common. So um, it's been a very, and I work, um, my therapist is trained in all of this. So I work with her a lot in these practices. So everybody's gotta have all, all the team, okay. So we're gonna go ahead and just find a comfortable position. You can feel free to turn the camera off if it feels more comfortable for you or leave it on. Just sitting with your eyes closed, just taking a couple relaxing breaths. Maybe you can take your hand, place it on your heart or any place that feels soothing, maybe another on the belly. Maybe for some of you, it's a hug around. It's whatever feels really good to you. Just for a few minutes, remind yourself that you are in this room and that you too are worthy of kindness. As you feel into that worthiness, that worthiness of kindness, allow yourself to recall a mild to moderately difficult situation. Maybe you're in right now. Maybe it's a health problem or stress in a relationship, a loved one in pain. Try not to choose a very difficult problem, also not a trivial problem. Choose a problem that can generate a little bit of stress in your body when you think of it that doesn't completely overwhelm your system. And as you see that problem, clearly visualize the situation. Let's bring up who is involved, what's happening, what's creating stress.
So as you relive this situation, notice if any emotions arise within you. And if they do, see if you can label that emotion, which comes up. You might be feeling anger, sadness, grief, confusion, fear, longing, whatever emotion comes up. Maybe there's more than one, that's okay. Kind of noticing what's the strongest emotion associated with that. Once you've identified that emotion to yourself, just repeat it in a very gentle, very understanding voice. As if you're validating a friend what she was feeling. Oh, that's longing. Oh, that's grief. Oh, I see it. Now just expanding your awareness to your body as a whole. As you recall that difficult situation and that feeling, scan your body from where you feel it most easily. And just sweeping your mind's eye from head to toe. And then stopping where you can sense that little tension or discomfort. Just feel what is feelable in your body right now. Just note, maybe for some of us, we scan and we don't feel anything, and that's okay too. Noticing the absence of feeling. Now, if you can, Choose a single location in your body where the feeling really expresses itself most strongly. Perhaps a point of muscle tension or a hollow feeling or heartache. And your mind just inclined to orient gently toward that spot. Allow your awareness to fully inhabit that physical sensation of emotion in your body. Now soften into that location in your body where you feel that difficult emotion. Maybe let your muscles soften. Let them relax as if you're in warm water and soothing. Softening. Soften. Soften a little bit more. Just remember, we're not 
trying to change that feeling. We're just really holding it in a very tender way. Maybe you can't go directly to the heart of that feeling or that space. So you can work just around the edges. Now we're gonna soothe ourselves because of this difficult emotion. Maybe your hand is over your heart or over that part of the body that feels uncomfortable. Just feel that gentle touch of your hand and the warmth. Maybe you imagine warmth and kindness flowing through your hands into your body. Maybe even thinking of your body as if it were the body of a beloved child. And are there any comforting words that you might need to hear? Maybe imagining the words that you would say to a child. Or imagine you had a friend who was struggling in the same way. What would you say to your friend? So sorry you feel this way. I care about you deeply. Maybe you can offer a, a similar message to yourself. So hard to feel this. May I be kind to myself. Finally, just allowing the discomfort to be there, making room for it, really releasing the need to let it go away or make it go away. Allow yourself to be just as you are, just like this, if only for this moment. And now just sort of allowing yourself to shift your focus to your whole body as you start to come back. Just allowing yourself to feel whatever you feel and to be exactly as you are in this moment. And just slowly coming back and feeling, take as much time as you need. Breathe. Open your eyes.